Well, climate change is expected to impact seasonal allergy sufferers with pollen counts predicted to rise, which is sad. The pollen season will be more severe, they are telling us, and last longer due to a warming climate. And to tell us more about this today, and perhaps a solution to help you out, Dr Ryan Mead-Hunter, air quality modelling expert here at Curtin University School of Population Health. Good afternoon to you, Ryan. Good afternoon. Yes, it's a scary time of the year at any time, but uh, the inference that there, it is going to be even greater this year is making it worse, I think, for most people that suffer. Uh, yeah, I mean, it's, it's an interesting thing. Um, we know we have these seasonal events, and so we're definitely in what we call our hay fever season, but there is a potential for this season to become longer and more severe as we have a gradually warming climate. Oh, dear, dear, dear. We don't want to hear that, do we? You've been working very hard on this to try and help allergy sufferers, and you've come up with an app. Is that right? Yeah, so we have an app that's available. It's called Perth Pollen, and what it provides is a pollen forecast, and so it tells you what we predict the pollen to be for the next few days. And so we have okay. it be low, moderate, high or extreme. Actually, that sounds a very simple and effective way of warning people because obviously they have to take incredible precautions, don't they? In what way? Well, depending on how severely someone's impacted, um, it could be simply a matter of managing it with antihistamines. If not, it could be more severe. And so what we'd be suggesting is if people were particularly susceptible to pollen allergies and they knew that the forecast was high or extreme, potentially they'd plan their day around that. So planning to spend more time indoors, avoiding okay. time outdoors, that kind of stuff. Yes, if, you, you know, if you're open to having this happening, it really does sort of impact your life and your lifestyle, doesn't it? Oh, look, it certainly yeah. have a big impact, yeah. Do we have a lot of sufferers, are you aware? Um, yes, so in Australia we um, have many hay fever sufferers. I mean, I wouldn't go as far as saying, uh, calling us the hay fever capital of the world, but um, it's certainly a very common issue here to have some form of allergy, particularly related to pollen. What causes it all, apart from the rising temperatures you were saying? It, I mean, obviously we have this situation every year, but this, this year is worse because of the uh, rising temperatures. What is normally, what happens? Well, so we have that um, combination of factors, all which are associated with high pollen count. So we have generally a dry climate, we have a warm environment, plenty of wind. Okay. So we have the ability for all this pollen to remain in the air for quite some time. It can actually travel fairly substantial distances as well. And so all the recipe there, all the ingredients are there, and unfortunately we are obviously exposed then to potentially high pollen counts. So could we predict if we have a fairly wet winter with the growth, of course, that we have out there, and when it starts to dry out, that we're going to get a stronger season? Yes, that's one of the potential outcomes here. So if we have warming, so we have warmer temperatures coming earlier, it could bring the blooming season early, which means we have pollen released into the air earlier in the year, yeah. and that would give us a longer season, and yeah, with these particularly wet winters, potentially we're going to have a lot of grass growth, and then potentially a lot of pollen release from those grasses come springtime. How do you measure pollen count? Um, we have a device that measures in real time and so instead of collecting pollen grains on a film and then counting them after the fact uh, we have a device that actually counts them in real time when we say count we literally are counting so a pollen count is literally the number of pollen granules per cubic meter of air and we have an advanced instrument which actually measures that in real time how do you collect it 
Well, this instrument doesn't have to collect it. It just sucks oh. the air through the instrument so it can count. Really? We have another instrument if we do want to collect it. And that's basically you suck the air in again, but instead of going through a counting device, you physically collect it on a tape. And so that's really useful for identifying each individual pollen species and doing that kind of research. But unfortunately, it's always after the fact. And so you collect it for a week and then it goes off to the lab for analysis and it's not helpful as a predictive thing, whereas if you measure in real time, yeah. we can use that data to refine our algorithms and we can actually come up with a forecast. Why, you may not know this, I'm sure you do, being a doctor, um, why are some people more susceptible? I would say somewhat challenging question, but look, okay. um, we're all different with the project of our genetics and the project of our environment, and so some people just are more susceptible to certain exposures than others. Yeah, sad, isn't it? I mean, it's, it's just a horrific thing to happen to a young child, any age, obviously, but a young child would panic and not know what's happening, short, shortness of breath and that sort of thing. So early signs would be for somebody that may de it develop stronger as time goes on. What should they be doing getting to the doctor pretty quickly, I'd imagine? Oh, look, we'd encourage anyone who has any sort of allergy symptoms to talk to their doctor. Uh, one, cause to identify what exactly is causing it. A lot of people like they have those symptoms and don't necessarily know exactly what causes it. To see if there's medication options available to, to see if there's other options available to you as well. And obviously, we have a number of people in Australia who have undiagnosed cases of asthma as well. And so obviously, if you're showing any sort of health effects, it would be great if you went and spoke to your doctor and went through the process. Oh, absolutely. Um, hay fever, of course, is um, not life-threatening, I don't imagine. It's very irritating, runny eyes and all the rest of it, nitchiness and that sort of thing. Um, and can that progress into an asthma? It could, it could trigger an asthma or it could certainly make asthma worse. It could also make any sort of underlying respiratory condition worse as well. And we do know with repeated exposure over time, people can become more sensitive to some of these allergens as well, which may mean they have a more severe reaction mm. in the future. So if it was a country with a cooler climate, we may not be having this as extreme as extreme. Potentially, but then it also depends on the... Um, plant species going there and other weather factors as well. Oh, the plant species in Australia are susceptible for this, are they? Uh, actually, it's mostly the introduced species that are a real problem, a lot of the grasses, for example. Um, but yeah, everyone has a different mix of plant species and so obviously there's going to be different factors there as well. Okay, tell us a little bit more about the app, if you would, uh, Doctor, as far as people accessing that before it starts to get too bad. Okay, so the app's called Perth Pollen, and you can download it from your preferred app store. So it's on Google Play, it's on the Apple Store. It's a free download, and just a matter of downloading and storing, and that'll immediately give you some data. We have additional information available to people who want to support the network, and so obviously if you subscribe to the network, we can give you a up to a 10-day forecast and also look at some of the different pollen counts as well. So by default, we give grass. Okay. Uh, obviously, lots of people are impacted by grass pollen, but we have some other species, of introduced tree species mainly also in there as well, which you can access. Well, that's going to be very, you know, great for people that are concerned about this and they do know they have this problem coming up. Uh, it's sad, isn't it? Sp uh, autumn and summer, sorry, spring and summer is a, are a beautiful time of the year yet we've got these underlying issues that people have to live with oh yeah look mm. i mean it's a lovely time to be outside in perth in spring um yeah obviously there's a shame if the pollen count's too high that can okay. impact people's ability to enjoy it so the app is called perth pollen simple as that yes it is and wonderful thank you very much for all the work you do thank you ryan
No worries. Thank you. Thank you indeed. Dr. Ryan Mead Hunter joining us there. Radio.